The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in president-select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid. Featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Pod. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. Our top five picks. It didn't do so well last week. We caught some bad beats. We were 2-2-1. Two, two and one. If you trailed us, I mean, you might have gone 3-2 and two if you were able to get the Baltimore Ravens at plus 3.5 instead of 3. But... For our own personal contest picks, we went 2-2-1. It's unfortunate, but we're going to try to build some momentum. It just feels like every other week we're killing it. Then we're kind of we're, we're dropping units, but we're going to try to be a little bit more consistent. Right now, we are 12-7-1 on the season. So, I mean, we're still hitting above 60%, which is, I mean, terrific when it comes to the NFL. So let's try to keep this thing moving. Number one. For our first pick, we're going to go with the Miami Dolphins minus three in their Sunday afternoon matchup against the New York Jets. First things first, I know that they don't have Tua for this matchup, but they do have Teddy Bridgewater, a.k.a. Teddy Covers. He's 42 and 21 against the spread lifetime as a starter, and he's 24 and six on the road in his career. He's covering 80 percent of the time. Look, so I mean, look, I don't think this is that much of a downgrade. When you look at the Bengals, when they played the Jets on the road, they closed as six-point favorites. So are you telling me that this Miami Dolphins team is three points worse than the Bengals? Look, I know they have Joe Burrow. I know they have an explosive offense with all these receivers, but I'm not buying that this Dolphins team is three points worse. Look, there's a really interesting thing about this matchup, and you're having a reunion between the head coaches. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel He knows Robert Sala. 
They both were coordinators at the same time with the San Francisco 49ers. So Mike McDaniel should know Robert Sala's scheme inside and out and like the back of his hand. And I, I think that's going to play out here. When you look at this Jets team, they are just 29th in defensive EPA per play, 21st in success rate. And they struggled against Trubisky. They struggled against Kenny Pickett in his first start. So look, I think the Jets, they got two wins against the Steelers and the Browns that they really shouldn't have won. And I mean, look, I'm not that high on Zach Wilson. He struggles against man coverage. The Dolphins play a ton of man coverage. And look, when you look at the Dolphins, their defensive metrics are kind of misleading. They played against Josh Allen. They played against Lamar Jackson. They played against Joe Burrow. Now they get to play against Zach Wilson. That's a ground downgrade. We're going to take the Miami Dolphins minus three. Number two. For our second pick, we're going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers minus two. I know this is, look, a lot of people are not going to like this pick. There's a lot of sharp money on the opposite end, taking the Cleveland Browns. And I understand it. When you look at this, this Chargers team, they are a little banged up. Obviously, they lost Pro Bowl left tackle Rashawn Slater in week three. But they replaced him with Jamari Saylor. And he hasn't been a liability. He led all players with in pro football focuses pass blocking grades in week four. And the main reason why I want to fade the Cleveland Browns in this spot is they're 30th in defensive DVOA, 26th in defensive EPA per play. And when you look at this Chargers team, they are getting healthier. JC Jackson, Corey Lindsley, they're returning. I don't know if Keenan Allen is going to play, but when you look at this Chargers offense, they still have Justin Herbert. And look, Justin Herbert and Mike Williams, I think based on what we've seen from the Browns this year, they can't stop anybody. They, they struggled to stop Joe Flacco. They struggled to stop Marcus Mariota. So I think this game has real shootout potential. Obviously, the Chargers are going to struggle to stop the run. So Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, they may run all over on this Chargers team. However, if Justin Herbert and this Chargers team can get out to a, a big lead, the last thing you want is Jacoby Brissett chasing points. I just think this Chargers team, a lot of people looked at them as a Super Bowl contender coming into this year. So with them laying two under the field goal, I'm going to lay the points with the Chargers in this spot. Number three. For our third pick, we're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Minus five and a half. Look, this is kind of a rough pick for me. I don't really like the latest many points on the road. But when you look at Cliff Kingsbury, at home, I mean, his teams have really struggled. They're just 9-17, 35% against the spread at home. The Cardinals have lost their last seven home games. And this Eagles team, have been, they've, been, they've been a juggernaut. And look, when you look at this Cardinals team, to me, their win against the Carolina Panthers last week is said a lot more about the Panthers than it did about the Cardinals, if you ask me. I mean, this is a team that's just 28th in EPA per play on defense, 32nd in success rate on dropbacks. So it's like they're really, really struggling on defense. And if, if there's a team that's struggling on defense, you're not going to be able to slow down Jalen Hurts in this Eagles offense. And then when you look at the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray, I mean, he's last in air yards. I think they're 22nd in DVOA, 22nd on offense. So it's just I'm just not trusting this Cardinals team. And they really haven't scored. They, they've yet to score points in the first quarter. So this is a tale of two different teams. The Eagles tend to get off to a big lead in these games while the Cardinals really struggle until Kyler Murray can make some magic at the end. But I don't think that magic is going to appear here. So we're going to lay the five and a half points with the Eagles. Number four. 
for our fourth pick, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens minus three. Look, the Baltimore Ravens, they are two and two on the year, but they should probably be three and one, four and oh, to be honest. I mean, they've blown two 17 point leads. They've held leads for all but like 10 minutes <laughs> this season. So, and I, I just think they're playing an overrated Bengals team. We look at the Bengals. They face Mitch Trubisky. They face Joe Flacco, Cooper Rush. They face Tua who was coming off of a concussion and then, you know, got knocked out of the game early. And then they, they faced Teddy Bridgewater who had to come into the game and they still had a chance to lose that game until the miscommunication between Teddy Bridgewater and the receiver um, led to an interception. But I think this is a huge step up in class for the, the Bengals who have to face Lamar Jackson in his Ravens offense, which is first in offensive DVOA. And when you look at the Bengals, what they do defensively, they blitz at the fifth lowest rate. And what do teams like to do against Lamar? They like to blitz. So I think Lamar is going to thrive in this situation. It looks like the Ravens should get Ronnie Stanley back. And look, when you look at the Bengals' offense, they really haven't for, I mean, I know they have Joe Burrow, but this is still a team with a bad offensive line. They're still 27th in adjusted line yards. They're still 31st in sacks taken with 17. So, I mean, look, they try to run the ball, but they're dead last in the league in rushing success rate. Just 28% of rushes are graded out as successful. And look, I know last year these two teams played Joe Burrow through for a combined 940 yards, but that was against a Wink Martindale scheme, which you know, they blitzed a lot more than this defensive coordinator. You don't want to, you don't want to blitz against Joe Burrow. He eats the blitzes for lunch. And they're not going to do that this year. I think, you know, the Ravens, they've had all offseason. They have a new defensive coordinator to throw a plan at this, this, this Bengals offense. And look, when you look at the Bengals, they're dead last in early down EPA per play, 30th in early down success rate. So if you get behind the chains against this Baltimore Ravens team who they're not banged up like they were last year on defense with all their corners missing. They actually have their corners here. So I think, you know, the Ravens are missing Rashad Bateman, but I just think at home, the Ravens get it done. I'm going to lay the three points with the Baltimore Ravens in this spot. Number five. For our fifth and final pick, we're going to go with the Dallas Cowboys plus five and a half. Look, I know a lot of sharp money is out there in the market. They're looking at this as a buy low spot on the Los Angeles Rams. But I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not buying it. My model actually thinks this is closer to a pick em than plus five. And when you look at this Rams team, they are not the team that won the Super Bowl last year. Um, you're looking at a, a Rams team, which is dead last in pressure rate. And when you look at them on offense, they're 31st in sacks taken, 23rd in adjusted line yards, 29th in adjusted sack rate. And Stafford, I mean, he's struggling under pressure. He's just 22nd in DVOA. And you're looking at a Cowboys team that has Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. And I think they're going to be able to bother Matthew Stafford. I think this is a lower scoring game in general. So I expect the Cowboys to keep this within the number. They're not winning these games with their offense. I, I know there's a lot of controversy saying that Cooper Rush should probably take over the starting job for that. I don't believe that's the case. But when I look at this matchup, I do think Cooper Rush can get enough done. I think they're going to be able to run the ball on this Rams team. And if their defense can kind of just hold the, the Rams down, which is what we saw the 49ers do the other day, I, I think they can find themselves in a good position to cover this game and possibly win outright. So I'm going to take the, the plus five and a half in my contest picks, but 
I might be sprinkling something on the money line here because I think that the Cowboys have a really good chance. This total is only 43. And I think, you know, when you have a lower total, that allows room for the underdog to cover and possibly win this game outright. So that's my five picks. We're going to go with the Miami Dolphins minus three, Los Angeles Chargers minus two, Philadelphia Eagles minus five and a half, Baltimore Ravens minus three, and the Dallas Cowboys plus five. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Now for our teaser legs, we're going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to tease that down from seven to one, crossing off those key numbers of seven, six, and three. Jaguars should be able to win this game. They're facing a, a, a Texans team, which is one of the worst in the league. And look, I know the Texans have dominated this Jaguars team in recent memory, but this is clearly not the same Jaguars team that we've seen recently. Doug Peterson has taken over and has turned this team into a different team this year. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence has been playing really well. My model actually makes the Jaguars eight-point favorites, but I, I don't really want to lay that many points with the Jaguars in this spot. But I do think they win this game, especially against Davis Mills. He really struggles on the road. So we're going to tease that down from seven to minus one, Jaguars should be able to win this game. For our second teaser leg, we're going to tease the San Francisco 49ers down from six and a half to a half a point. Look, I know the 49ers are coming off that huge Monday night win over the Los Angeles Rams, but they're playing Baker Mayfield. And we all know Baker Mayfield, he struggles with pressure. And what do the 49ers do better than anybody in the NFL at this point? They have the highest pressure rate in the NFL with 34.2% pressure rate at 15 sacks. And Baker Mayfield right now, I mean, look, a big part of it is his height. But, I mean, he's he's struggling with pressure and he's struggling with a clean pocket. So I look at this 49ers team as one of the best in the NFL. And this Panthers team, they're really anemic on offense. They have a solid defense. So I think the defense could keep them in the game. So that's why I don't want to lay the six and a half points with the 49ers. However, I do think the 49ers get it done in this spot. So I'm going to tease the 49ers down from six and a half to a half a point. I think you're in a good spot. I think they they should be able to win that game easily. For our third teaser leg, we're going to go with the Washington Commanders. Look, I always say this, but it's uglier than a masterpiece sneaker. We're going to tease the Washington Commanders up from plus two to plus eight. Look, when you look at this Titans team, this is a team that was plus three and a half last week, and now they become 
two-point favorites. Look, they were as high as two and a half before sharp money on the Washington Commanders took this number down. Now, I didn't necessarily want to play the Commanders with plus two and a half, but if you can cross off those key numbers of three, six, and seven, I think you're in a good spot, especially with a low total of 43. I think the Commanders should be able to keep this within the number. This is your standard Stanford Wong teaser leg, and I, I just think they they keep it within the number. This is This is a spot where... You know, they're one and three on the year. And, you know, this this win is the difference between, you know, ending their season and still giving them a chance. And I think a lot of people forget the Washington Commanders did beat the Jacksonville Jaguars earlier this season. So they're not completely dead in the water. And then, you know, the Titans have some injuries. They're not a team who, look, I know the Commanders, they really struggled against the Cowboys last week with their pass rush. But the Titans don't have the pass rush of the Cowboys. And, even last week, the Commanders, that was a 15-10 game in the fourth quarter last week. So I think the Commanders, they keep this one close. So that's my three teaser legs. We're going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Six and a half down at half a point. We're going to go with the Washington football team, plus two to plus eight. And we're going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars, seven down to minus one. Look, I think you can you can mix those up in, in two-team teasers, or you could put that in a three-team teaser. I recommend doing it, too, just to give yourself a margin for error. But that's our teaser legs for the week. We're not going to have any totals this week. We had a little technical difficulties with my model, as you might have heard. So we're going to skip out on some totals this week. But, I mean, you have my top five picks. We have the teaser legs. I'm Raheem Palmer from the Ringer Gambling Podcast. We're going to be back on Monday, myself and John Jaskrimski. We're going to be breaking down the Monday night football matchup. So you definitely want to check that out. And then, you know, as always, check out the Ringer Gambling feed. I'm Raheem Palmer, yours truly, a.k.a. the Rostradamus, Ringer Gambling feed. And y'all know how it's going down. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit Lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford, or its affiliates. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates.